the timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! He's in! Patriots win the Super Bowl! Brady has his fifth! Hey guys, welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Oliver, joined by Lockie, finally returning. Made the return. How are you, mate? Not too bad. We'll come up with a nickname with you uh, soon enough. But um, And we're yeah. also joined by our mystery man, Sharpie. Yo, how are we? Lockie hasn't actually heard the, that intro, but that's your nickname from now on, Sharpie. Um, mystery man real discreet interesting even though yeah. you what even though you know what i look like but yeah yeah but <laughs> none of the audience does um we'll start off with jar obviously dropped his 50 point game um dropped a poster on Jakob purdle's head as well which was ridiculous and just he has highlights every game um or Jakob. First, yeah first discussion is he top four currently in the mvp race we'll go to you first lucky I think he is at the minute. You reckon? Honestly, the way he's made the way he's been playing, I reckon he is. Man, he's been absolutely balling. Um, yeah, like it's it's a tough one because like obviously you see him because I don't because I'm working in it quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you don't get to see um, things as much, so you tend to watch highlights a little bit more than what you do with games and stuff. Mm. And he's just always there. Um, yeah, at the minute I'd probably put like Embiid. Jokic, Giannis, and then maybe Ja Morant and a few others in that yeah. top four spot, I think. But um, yeah, man, the way he's playing, <laughs> yeah. he's bloody good to watch. Uh, what about you, Sharpie? Where do you think? Do you think he's top four? Yeah, definitely. I think with the way he's been playing and all that stuff, it's been good to watch. And um, yeah, I like him. He's he's exciting to watch at least. Yeah, I feel like he has a highlight at least every game. The yeah. only the only thing is, the top three I feel is pretty set, but it's a toss up mm-hmm. for me at least between DeRozan and Jar, and it's just yeah, it's yeah. so hard to pick between those two. I don't think either of them are going to win it. I think Jar's going to win. Like DeRozan's most probably improved. been the most consistent of the two. Yeah, yeah, because Jar didn't had a bit of a slow start, and then the Grizzlies did yeah. really well without him. Not saying that they're good without him, but they did mm. win like nine or ten games out of eleven. Yeah, there was this one yeah. game where they didn't have Jar. Um, they did really well. I nah. think they won by like over. Nah, nah, we don't remember that. <laughs> we don't. We, <laughs> we don't remember that. Um, no, but I feel like it's between them two. But I feel like Jar is going to win most improved, or he has to win most improved. So. Yeah, or Desmond Bain. He's <laughs> so swole, but he is so good. Um, quick comparison, though. I, w- I want to hear everyone's thoughts. No, he's better than Jockey. No, 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 that's not great. <laughs> um, Jar Morant is obviously in his third year now, and he's drawn comparisons go. to Derek yeah. Rose. Oh, that's who won the, I was expecting to go. He won the MVP in his third year. Um, Lockie, who are you taking out of them two? In their third year, oh, I'd have to take Rose. He yeah. was, he was unreal. That was like when I first started getting into basketball, mm. and like watching it was around that time. And yeah. he was, he was scary good. He was scary good. But there's a lot of comparisons. Like I think um, 
No, I was going to say that D Rose nearly finishes better around the rim. I can't, you can't even say that now. Like, I think early on you'd say that, but not yeah. now. I think not you need, you might need to fix your mic up a little bit as well. It's a bit crackly yeah. if you, if you can <laughs> um, on the fly. But um, what about you, Sharpie? I know we've had well, a discussion in our group chat about this because their stats I'm, are very I'm, similar. But I'm like Lockie here, but I the way I got into basketball a couple of years before Jar got drafted, mm. and when when I started getting into basketball, Derek Rose just got traded to the Knicks. Uh, so uh, yeah. the, fir- the first time, not the second time. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I never got to watch D Rose. I never got yeah. to watch D Rose in his prime. Um, but uh, so I, I'm going to have to say Jar. Yeah, that that's just because fair. I never just yeah. because I never watched D Rose. I feel like because um, like that D Rose team um, just went through like the heat. Yeah. I think LeBron was on the Heat, maybe his first year, or mm-hmm. maybe he was still at the Cavs. No, it was his first year at the Heat, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, first year, I'm pretty sure. And then... He, I think that was the year that D-Rose hit that game went over to yeah. Thompson. That was sick. Yeah, yeah. And then they had the uh, basically the super team Celtics that he went through. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. even some other teams like Pacers and stuff that he went yeah, through. Yeah, Danny Green and Paul George and that as well. Granger. Um, oh, yeah. I say Danny Green. Yeah. Oh, Danny Green. Jesus yeah. Christ, that's who I meant. Um, but like, I was wow. looking. I was looking it up. Like, they both play inside, but looking at the stats and the Knicks at, at that stage too. With yeah, Mallow. with Mallow, and like yeah. he took them to the conference finals and nearly took them to nearly beat. Um, took yeah. them to the finals, but like, and people say, yeah, they had Jakeem Noah who was in who won defensive player of the year you look at the stats though like i think that that bulls team took maybe five threes a game yeah. with luol dang being the best shooter who was good back then whereas this memphis mm-hmm. team takes 24 25 three pointers a game and that's they might not make them but it opens the floor up a lot more yeah, and i think right. rose finished back then yeah imagine was, what he would be like now I'm like yeah goodness. He, he, I'm sure he'd be dropping similar numbers at least. But um, I'd take yeah. Rose, but I see where you're coming from, Sharpie. It's uh, it's not like you yeah, haven't seen Rose, so you can't actually... Although, Nick's Rose hasn't been too bad, to be fair. Or at least... He's healthy. Second Nick's Rose. Um, yeah, when he's healthy. He's um, another topic, the Lakers. I mean, you can't uh, go a week uh, without talking about the uh, Lakers. They're, they're, I think, 3-10 and 10 in their last 13 games. They lost to the Pelicans by, like, 20-something, 20 26, I think it was, on their home court. They were getting booed, and then they lost again to the Mavs today, and LeBron airballed at three in the clutch, which was quite funny. Um, well, I'll just go around the around the table, basically. Lockie, we'll start with you. Uh, what's, the, what's your biggest issue with the Lakers? What do you think their biggest issue is? Biggest issue. Yeah. <laughs> biggest issue. They've got they, so many issues. Yeah, they got they got so many uh, issues. But yeah. if you had to choose out one. Uh, like did you see that play today when uh like Lucas put back? Yeah, oh like, that that put back was <laughs> that was sick. Yeah, like, that was you just sick. look at it and they're all just standing around like leaving mm. that bloke wide open and just like they just don't give a shit. And they a, seriously do not care. 
and there was a play where LeBron got a post up, got like was just bullying someone in the post and didn't get the ball. And the Lakers got the offensive rebound and he's reposted up the same player, bullied him down. Basically had a layup, but they passed it to him. They didn't pass to him and missed it. And he just stood there looking, didn't go for the rebound Mm. or anything or hustle back. He just looked pissed off. But um, they just don't... They're in absolute shambles. I can see uh, a possible groin injury coming back for LeBron, just sitting out the rest of the season. Mm. What about you, Sharpie? What oh, do you man. think is the biggest issue? Oh, it's just got people that just don't care. That they're just there mm. to be along for the journey, and the yep. journey is good. It's going to take them to be knocked out of the plane if mm. they're lucky to make it. Mm. Man, the yeah. way they're going at the moment, there's no way they're going to make it. Oh, what he's got no one caring. Like besides yeah. LeBron, that's it. But like mm. Monk will will have like he had that great patch a few yeah. weeks ago, mm. and then after that he's been a bit meh. And you know Austin Reeves, oh, I don't know. Like this is that's how like bad the team is now that they've like they've had to get an undrafted player to start. And what at the start of the season was a championship potential team. Yeah, yeah. Because I was actually no one thinking else can, today going back over our um, season predictions. Yeah. And I had them like right up there. And now I'm just thinking what an absolute deal I was. It was a hot take that I had that the Warriors would finish above them. I don't think that's a very I hot take anymore. I think that's pretty, uh, pretty fair. But um, I, what, what's the bigger issue though? Is it their team's too old or is it injuries with AD? Like they've just. The, they've, yeah. AD hurts. You just can't get any consistency. Yeah, and like Ma- Mallow's passed it. That shot that he chucked up yeah. in the clutch a couple of games ago, just terrible. But I, yeah. do you in the off season? What do you what do you think is the most likely? Because Westbrook's got a sh- terrible contract. But do you see one LeBron trying to get traded, AD getting traded, or Westbrook getting traded? Because surely they're going to have to well, look towards the future. Out saying that AD's pretty keen on the Bulls, he's always been. Keen on the Bulls, he. I think he said but when he was leaving Chicago. Yeah. well, it depends how they finish this year. Like I like Vucevic a lot, but he doesn't provide mm. a great defense defensively. Yeah. Um, and and like the Lakers, the Bulls won't have much assets because they gave up a bit trying to get Vucevic. Yeah, so. I don't think the Bulls mm. will be actually able to get him. I think there was a rumor came out to, or not a rumor that came out today. An NBA executive came out saying. Um, the Lakers should trade Jay uh, should trade Davis for Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Naismith. And I'm like, if you're the Celtics, do you really want to do that? Because I mean, no. Jalen Brown's no. probably got a lot more value right now than Anthony and Davis Marcus does. Got like, he, he got injured today. He got injured. Did he? Yeah. I'll go. Maybe oh, I, don't know if it, I don't know the extent of his injury, but he had to go off the court against the Hawks today. I, I saw him play it only like four minutes so i thought yeah. something to happen but i wasn't i didn't want to say exactly what but that um sucks. but yeah I, I was still wouldn't make that trade but i feel like like it makes sense for the lakers like get some mm. youth in and like marcus smart to like he's always come in and being sort of like that pat Beverly, just without all the smack talk and everything else yeah with it like you saw that those guys does all the dirty work without being asked to like just yeah. one of those players that you love to play with hate to play against like bloody valentine in the footy and mm. all those sorts of players like everyone needs one of those players and the lakers just don't have that 
Yeah. Like Desmond Baines, that for the Grizzlies. Like I feel like he's sort of mm. that sort of junkyard dog, the Dylan Mutton. That's what they had when they had Caruso and like Jared Dudley yeah. and all that stuff. They had those Correct. players that yeah. would come in and play hard and all that stuff. And they're trying to make mm-hmm. Austin Reeves that, which is completely unfair for and now they sign DJ Augustine. Rookie. Yeah, who's older than DeAndre Jordan. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake, I tell you. Um, but, and Wenyan Gabriel. Yeah, well, yeah. But if I'm the Lakers, I'm thinking LeBron's already com- basically confirmed that he's, he's going to go wherever Bronny goes, which is fair, which is in two years, I think, or a year in... Mm. Is, it, is it 2023 draft or 2024 draft, Sharpie, that Bronny... Uh, uh, one of the two. I can't remember. I think it's 2023. If it's 2023, that's a stacked draft, and that's like in no time at all. If I'm the Lakers, and if I could, I would possibly trade LeBron for some future young talent if you can actually get anything. Because whether teams will want LeBron knowing that he's going to go wherever Bronny goes, um, mm. whether they unless you just unless you know you're going to be able to pick him up in the draft, yeah. Well, yeah, unless you're going to read. Well, that's the thing. OKC have like six or seven oh, draft picks. So I don't necessarily want him on the Thunder, but um, I mean, I don't know who's going to trade for LeBron and no one's going to mm. trade for Westbrook. I feel like the only person that people might trade for is AD. Yeah. Lakers just need to get that young, need to get young players back. Um, but yeah. final part on the Lakers... Do they make the playoffs this year? They're currently in the nope. ninth seed in the play-in. Definitely not. Hell even no. if even if Disney a Disney comes back, nah, because he'll come back for three games, get injured, and miss the next six weeks. That's fair, Sharpie. No, I have no chance. Yeah. Nah. Even right. like LeBron's right. already the activated that playoff. Yeah, the Knicks have got more chance to make the Western Conference Finals than they do. <laughs> and I. <laughs> I find it funny because um, the right now, if it was to finish, the Clippers would be p- playing them in the playing game, and the Clippers oh. have dominated them lately. I think they've won mm, the last Kawhi. six or seven games, even without yeah, Kawhi. Boston's been unreal. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we'll move on from the Lakers because they just suck in general. To uh, I know that Sharpie's not going to want to talk about this, but. Harden and Embiid, um, they've played two games together. Um, they've had a 31-point win against the Wolves and a 16-point win against the Knicks where the Knicks had the lead in the last quarter. Um, Harden had a triple-double in that game against the Knicks. Embiid had 27 free-throw attempts. So I guess that's kind of living up to it. Um, are they the best duo in the league? We'll, we'll go to you, Sharpie, first. I, I mean, yeah, we've got thoughts. much like to go off with only the two games. Mm. But if you, you know, had to overreact, to... yeah, well, yeah, you could say that, yeah. Because I, like, mean... I mean, I mean, Clay hasn't been all that exciting because he's mm. only on limited minutes, and yeah. Um, so yeah, like you, you got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, but they're not exciting. But like they are. But they, they get the job done, though. Yeah, that's, the thing, that's like. a, and in the clutch with their clutch points. And then you could even throw DeMar and Levine in there, Giannis and Drew Holiday or Middleton, who, whichever one you wanted to put there. But I'd probably I'll, go Drew. And then if we're not... Bam and Jimmy. Simmons and uh, KD once they actually play. 
or Kyrie and KD when they play. Um, so, when? so what about you, Lockie? Do you think that they're the best duo in the league? Overreaction, yes. They yeah. they can seriously be like Shaq and Kobe. That's exactly what I had next. I'm like, do you have a? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's got a Shaq and Kobe mm-hmm. kind of feel to it? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I've just never seen like some of those passes that um, that Harden was making to MB just made MB better. Yeah, fucking scary to think because he was like leader of the MVP race mm. in the top three all year, and yeah. he's making better, which is just so scary. And it's because he it's, can just free him up because all because I think the comment he made was that he hasn't been this open in so long because everyone's so distracted with Harden mm. that MB's all of a sudden wide open. Do so much more now. So, and, and he said uh, the best point. I can't remember who he said, but he said the best point guard he Embiid had played with was. Oh, I can't remember who it was, but it was some old point guard that was just not bang average, but um, mm. he basically just Very dogged Simmons. Right. Yeah, um, Very interesting. No, it wasn't Neto. It should be Neto. Shake Milton. <laughs> no, it wasn't yeah. Shake Milton. Um, George. No, it was like a oh, George yeah. Hill. No, it was like a George Hill type of player. Whether it was George Hill, I can't remember. But it was it was a player on that level. It wasn't a great player, but um, I can't remember for life of me. But um, those two, those two games, Harden and Michael Carter Williams. No, it wasn't him either. No, it wasn't him either. I'm gonna try and. We've just named every point guard that the Sixers have had in the last <laughs> 10 seasons. I'm going to try and find it. Um, That'd be great. I'm really interested to know who this person is. Uh, yeah, I'll get it up anyway. Anyway, those last two games was... Okay, here we go. Um, uh, no, that, don't one, worry. Yeah. It said TJ, but I can't remember. That's TJ. TJ McConnell. Yeah, I'm trying to think if that yeah. that was TJ McConnell. So I think he might have said it was TJ McConnell. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's who he's... Anyway, move on from that. In two games, Harden's had 12 assists and 16 assists while getting like 20 points or whatever. But I think the bigger thing is, in, in saying that, like I hadn't seen Embiid like, be the roller to the basket much in a pick and roll. Whenever, yeah. he did pick, whenever he set picks, he would usually fade out or flare to a mid-range. But now he's actually rolling to the rim and he's not hes not having to go to the post all the time now. And I think mm-hmm. i think that's saving his body of wear and tear for the playoffs yep. where he probably will do that in the playoffs, but he doesn't have to. Um, yeah. I just think that's the biggest difference. But do you reckon it takes him beat out of the MVP race playing with Harden and... Maybe taking points away from him. Oh, I might a little bit, but I still think he's going to be like I said. I think he's better. Yeah, Honestly, that, oh, he, he'll be really better, good. but yeah. Um, Sharpie. Really well, Harden's Harden's getting a lot more assists. So, and who's the one scoring them points? It's indeed. Yeah. So. Um, and I find it funny that it only took two games to really wear into that nickname of them being the free throw merchants. I came up with that. I'm going to say I came up with that nickname, but it's probably out there. They're both free throw merchants. Yeah. And at least young on that team. And that game would just be a free throw contest. Sure. I bet you you're happy. You didn't uh, watch that game that morning. Sharpie watching a B get no. 27 free throws. 
the thing is, I've got to watch him tomorrow play against the Knicks. So oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's in my mind. Another national televised game for the Knicks. <laughs> well, that, well, that's in my multi, actually, as well. So um, we'll go on to that time of the week. Slugs. Horsey, horsey tips. <laughs> I did have it up, but I've just got it back up now. So uh, first one is Flemington Race 3, number nine, Rose Quartz. Um, Flemington Race 5, number one, Overpass. And his each way is Randwick Race 9, number three, Arctic Thunder. So that's going to win, but just because it's... What's that? You even said Randwick right then. Yeah, I know. Royal Randwick. Yeah, well, I don't have to say Royal before it, so it's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, And I like the each way of the day because it's got the thunder in it. So whenever the thunder's in it, it's going to win. So, well, maybe not in basketball, but... um, Interesting. Time to go on to the multis, the weekly multis. I actually won last week, believe it or not. Um, it was paying eleven dollars fourteen, um, and they all got How much up. Did you put on it? Yeah. Okay. I know that answer already. Moving I made, on. I, <laughs> no, it was uh, it was only a fiver, but um. Oh, that's more than I thought you'd put. But on. the the Hornets were the ones that were paying out. They were underdogs by like two dollars fifty or eighty or something. Ended up beating the Raptors by like thirty. So. Uh, mm. That was a nice little pocket, but uh, my one this week is Hornets over the Cavs, which is another, there are underdogs again. Sixers to beat the Knicks, which should be easy. Heat to beat the Bucks, which is underdogs as well. And Jazz to beat the Rockets, and that's paying $7.60. Um, who wanted to go next? Did you want to go next, Lockie, if you've got yours ready? Mine was very similar, except I went to Cavs. I did pretty much just did a pick them for this week. Mm. So I've gone um, the Cavs, the Pacers, the Sixers, the Jazz, Heat, obviously. Yeah. And then I went the Kings, Nuggets, and the Suns. I I avoided that Pacers-Kings game just because the Pacers lost yeah, me. Nah, my, nah. They lost nah, me the my pay, multi the other day the when they lost magic. to... Yeah, they lost to Orlando the other day, and that fucked my multi, so... Oh, well, they um, both suck anyway. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, Halliburton's been killing it, which has been good mm, to that's see. True. Um, that's true. Thank God. What about you, Sharpie? Um, I've gone the Sixers to beat the Knicks. I've got the Cavs against the Hornets. I've gone with Cleveland. Uh, Milwaukee to beat the Heat. Um, Pelicans to beat the Kings. Jazz to beat the Rockets. Denver to beat the Thunder. And I've gone with the uh, weird feeling here. I've gone with Portland to beat the Suns just because I feel like it's going to be one of those random games where mm. where they win. And I've also got one thrown out for Sunday. Um, Colby Covington to beat Masvidal in the UFC. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's go. The King. The King. I thought that might have been coming up. Yeah. We need, we need Colby to win. Yeah. Fuck or hey. Yeah, fuck that, that dude. That Colby and because trust. I want to see him versus Usman again. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> I've also got the issue. Oh, speaking of Usman Khawaja, the cricket starts this week again. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> time to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> we've got more NBA to talk about, thankfully. Um, we've got a few right. more topics. First one, who's the favourite in the East right now? We'll go to you, Lockie. The 
Favourite to come out. Half in the Knicks. <laughs> well, I'm surprised Sharpie didn't back the Knicks um, tomorrow. You've got to back your own money. team. You've got to back your yeah, own team. Waste of money. I'm going to laugh if they beat the Sixers and that just ruins all of our multis. Um, oh, I can guarantee it's going to happen it, it we're not gonna brag too. about it at least but that's oh weird. yeah yeah no nice. at least you're only like what you're only, oh no you're seven games out <laughs> yeah we got no chance <laughs> yeah, no. don't even no. push for the play in either um <laughs> push for Jaden ivy i nearly yeah. reckon the east is i reckon the east is really set the eight yeah well it's very close to set but who I do you know, think, who do you think's coming out who do you think's making Billy. the finals out of the east Billy. Billy. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's so jam packed up the top there. It's there's four and a half. There's five games between first and sixth, which is quite ridiculous. Um, I I really think that it's between well, I, as much as I don't think the Heat are going to be there. I no, think unfortunately, I, I agree. I think it's between the Bulls. Philly, the Bucks, and a team that's not even in the playoffs technically yet, the Nets, depending because KD is meant to come back. And There's no timetable for Simmons. I I think Simmons is going to wait until the Philly game's gone. Um, in <laughs> Philly, I honestly think that's what's going to happen, and then he'll come 100%. back. And and if he when he does. If they're, if they're in the sixth seed, which I don't think they'll get to, they'll have to come through the play-in. I honestly think that them or the Bulls are the biggest threat to the the Sixers. I I think if the Bulls get back Lonzo and Caruso mm. and they've got another injury, Patrick Williams, but I don't think he's coming back this year. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to say Brooklyn. The, I'm going to say the eighth seed right now is my tip to come out of the East, whether that's controversial or not, because they've got three superstars, really. Um, I'm not sure. But what about you, Sharpie? Yeah, I've got the Sixers to come out. Jeez, you two are I just think I had, I had them at the start of the year. Really? I'm pretty sure I did, if I can remember. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. That's no. a... I was gonna I say think, that's I a think very I did. bold. I think I'm pretty tip. sure I had the Sixers at the start of the year to come out of the East. If I go back and look at the predictions video, I'm pretty sure I had them. So yeah, that's a very bold tip with everything that was going on with Simmons. <laughs> no, mm. I just I I think I said something I think along you were the lines sort of predicting that he was coming back. No, I I, I think I said something along the lines of um how like more there's, they're going to be scoring a lot more points because they're going to be shooting a lot more threes. Yeah, and all, and so they're going to get hard. You that. <laughs> yeah, I said that. Yeah, and I said the Knicks were going to um, be abysmal. So. Well, in my over/under bet at the and start of the year, I had the Knicks going to win coach of the year. Yeah, in back my, to back. In my over/under tip at the uh, bet at the start of the year, I had the Knicks over forty-one and a half wins, and I had the Hawks over forty wins as well. So I think uh, everything's coming back mm-hmm. to bite me on the ass. Um, move on to the West. Now the West is. Oh, I think Sharpie's got to leave us, so it'll be just me and you, Lockie. Um, yep. The West, <laughs> it's a lot more. It's a lot more complicated. Oh no, Sharpie is here. <laughs> the West is a lot more complicated. Um, mm-hmm. You've got the Suns and the Warriors up the top two, and then I think the Grizzlies third. 
Um, Suns have lost two in a row. One of them, quite embarrassingly, when a Jay Crowder basically just threw it out of bounds. Oh, my God. That was horrific. <laughs> Um, I was like watching you trying to hit a target 10 metres away. Come on now. (laughs) Um, With Chris Paul is expected to return the week before playoffs, um, which is still a bit sketchy, but um, they're not 100% sure on that. And then you got Warriors. I don't know when Draymond's meant to return. And I don't know when Clay's meant to return. Who's your tip to come out of the West? Is it still one of those two teams? Or is There's it, so much depending. Yeah, that's why it's so hard Draymond, to pick. Both of those players are like the heart of those teams. Is no one taking the Lakers? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? God, I've got, I've got more faith in Portland making the playing games. That could happen. Winning. I reckon the Pelicans no, are going to make... I reckon OKC? Pelicans... I nearly got more faith in OKC making I got more the faith in the bloody and... Seattle Supersonics to be there <laughs> I honestly reckon the Pelicans are going to make it into the playoffs. Um, mm. But that's not the discussion. No, I reckon if both those top two sides are healthy, the Warriors, because Draymond, I think, is so important for both of those two. If they can get fine, I think it would be Golden State. Yeah. What if, about you, Sharpie? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the same. I've got Warriors as well. And for yeah. the, pretty much for the exact same reason, yeah. people underestimate how important Draymond Green is to that team. Mm. They just think yeah. he's yeah. all. Just I a actually agree dude. with Kendrick Perkins today. Oh yeah, same. I I don't like agreeing with him because he has some no over the top takes. But what he said, he but he literally what Sharpie just said. He he said, he said right, he's true. the most. He's not. He might not be the most skilled, but he's the best or the most important player on that team. Mm. Yeah, like he he can organize a defense that quick. Yeah. Mm. So, um, Sharpie's 2K player. Yeah, pretty much the best defender. So, So you you used to have gone for the two teams if they're healthy. So, I'm going to. I've just gone with Warriors. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go out of the blue here because I'm going to presume Chris Paul or something might not be fully healthy. And I'm going to presume the Warriors might not be fully healthy. I've got the two teams I'm going to go with is one. Dallas, just because I don't know how, but they're one of the best defenses in the league. And when last year, when their offense was one of the best and their defense was one of the worst, and now they've switched it up, I think they can always figure it out on offense. So I think Dallas or the Nuggets. Now, the Nuggets always yeah. find a way to disappoint, but apparently Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray uh coming back for the playoffs and if they do i think Jokic with Jokic carrying them i think literally pretty much carried a bloke in the post yesterday after making <laughs> that pass oh that yeah. pass did that oh that was elite that was ridiculous but, but um, how about jar having the two best plays of the year in the same game which one? Which the buzzer beater one? and the post. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about the pass first. That's Stephen big, Adams. Big Mac court. Jones, Stephen Adams. Yeah, he's the best. Other than Kevin Love, who's, I think Kevin Love's a bit past it now. Stephen Adams is one yeah. of the uh, better full court passes. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think Dallas and Denver, fifth and sixth seed right now. I think mm. one of them That's possibly fair. best fit. And I'd, I find it interesting how none of us said the Grizzlies. Even though yeah. how 
I just I don't just, know how long the streak can go for. I need to see them in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if they, I, I, I'd more than enjoy to see them come out of the West, to be honest, or at least be in the conference finals of the West. That would be unreal. I'd, yeah. I'd pay a lot of money to rather to see them rather than the Jazz because I don't want to see them. Mm. No one wants to see the fucking Jazz. Jazz don't make it. They're blowing it up this year. Donovan Mitchell yeah, or, or Go Bears correct. leaving. They, they yeah, have to. They have to. But, um, I, reckon, I reckon it's their time done. And what's Dame yeah. Lillard going to do now? Well, that's... Mm. Who, do they, who do they trade? This offseason the, is going to be quite interesting. Like well, the Lakers in Portland. The Blazers, the, Jazz potentially. Yeah, the Blazers are going to get a lottery pick, so they're going to get someone good. Mm. But Are they, though? Because yeah, I haven't seen much of Lillard this year. Well, well, that's the thing. Like They got the lottery pick. really worth now? Well, that's the thing, though. They got, like they're going to finish in the bottom 15 or whatever team. So they're going to get a top. Oh, that. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah. Nah, nah. Sorry about that. They'll, they'll, get a, they'll get a top. I think it'll be a, a fringe top 10 pick, which is going to be a relatively good player. Thing is, if I'm personally, if I'm the Blazers, after what I've seen, now this could be an overreaction. After what I've seen out of Simon's, I, I would trade Lillard and get as much as you can back for him because you're not winning a championship with him. Um, I think you tra- trade him, but we're not NBA executives, so we can't make that decision. But, yeah, this offseason is going to be unreal. Very, very interesting, yeah. Um, and very, Nick, very interesting. Sharp is not here to talk about the offseason for the Knicks, which I'm sure he's looking forward to. But I don't see the yep. Heat making any changes. Because I mean, your team's nah. basically set, and if you trade Tyler, years, it, yeah, but then it you, could be like Portland in the next couple of years too. Have yeah, with it. if you trade, um, you, I can't believe now there was actually talks of getting rid of Tyler Hero instead of Duncan Robinson at the start of the season. Hero's been as much as I, I'm not a big fan of Hero. Like he's a great player. I'm just mm. is it because I, of his boxing? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like he's just I don't yeah. know, he's just I liked Duncan Robinson because he was a pure sniper, but you'd get rid of him in a heartbeat over uh Tyler yep. Hero. Absolutely. Um we've got a few minutes left. So uh one thing I wanted to touch on. Obviously, I'm wearing Liverpool jersey shirt because we won the Carabao Cup in penalties. I just wanted to say Virgil van Dijk with the most ballsy penalty that I've ever seen. The keeper's standing so far to the side that he ends up kicking it to, and he still scores and then stares him down. Fabinho yeah, Penankas him. Was a bit of a bit interesting. <laughs> Fabinho anyway. Penankas him, mm. and then when Salah scores his penalty, he starts laughing at Kepa. So I mean, and then obviously Kepa just skies it over the bar, and it's all and then, fun. Um, quite interesting that they sub him on for Mendy. Oh, so I did not agree oh with that, God. especially when no Mendy one in was, the world did. Especially when Mendy was saving everything. Yeah, but like I understand because like Kepa's record, Emily, like record, is mm. a bit better. But oh God, he's been sitting on the bench the whole yeah. game. Mendy's and, like actually in the game, and he's like mentally he's on. Yeah, it's just so funny as well. Sense that he was brought on to save the game, save a penalty, mm-hmm. and he doesn't save any out of any of the 11 and penalties then and then skies it. Yeah. <laughs> it. It couldn't couldn't be scripted any better. So, yeah, um, correct. 
just thought I'd touch on that. We haven't touched on much soccer, but I think yeah. we're... How many we're... teams been in the top four? Holy heck, it's that. Well, yeah, I mean, how long are United going to be in the top four for, though? Hey, at least they're in the Premier League. At least we're in the Prem. Yeah, and Sharpie's not here. At least we're in the Prem. To argue that. But um, he's probably hanging around. He's probably sitting there. (laughs) Real (laughs) quiet right now. Um, Yeah. Well, that's it for everything this week. Um, We're going to... AFL starts next week, I'm pretty sure. Let's go. So we're doing a footy tip comp. I think we'll have a few Twitter uh, followers join us in the comp. Um, we're going to be doing um, our own external uh, super coach and everything. So um, we won't worry about that, but we'll post weekly tips. And I've got an idea. We will be doing a game of the week. So it might not be like, say, the best game on the weekend for certain people. You might pick the hardest game to tip for that weekend. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give what we're going to pick for that weekend. So, um, yeah. I'll clarify it a bit more next week, but that's why we're also moving to a Wednesday night. So it'll be posted Thursday podcast because the games in the AFL will be played as well. And footy training and Mm -hmm. um, football. There will be Thursday night games more than likely in the AFL. So anyway, thanks for joining us, Lockie. No worries at all, my friend. Good to be back. Thanks for, yeah, I was about to say, thanks for returning. Um, Mm. Sharpie's not here. Um, he's probably on Destiny, um, which we'll go to see in a second. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening and bye.